Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. in my head. How about that? All morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg back together on this fourth day of September. Good morning, Georgia! Morning! And a special good morning to you fine folks in Fayetteville. Oh, in Fayetteville? Yeah. Oh, down in Fayette County. You know, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, they do. They're that, making that, some that's, movies that's down a, that's there. It's a busy place down there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yep, 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 yeah. This song has been in my head all why? morning long. I don't why? know why. Why do songs get stuck in your head? Right? Uh-huh. You just hear a commercial or you something's on, you know, you're turning the TV off and leaving it and it's a commercial or some kind of jingle and it stays with you. And this is one that just, it just popped right into there, my just head. It's kind of lingered right there. Like, and I've been trying to, sometimes I feel, uh-huh. and he is me. Of course, I'm in the car by myself driving. <laughs> like <that. laughs> But I was. It's been stuck in my head all morning long. Thank you, Eric, for getting that on. Sam and Greg here. Again, we are here for one more hour today. At least you here. Yesterday, you weren't even here. I'm here. you you here today. we here today. And tomorrow, we'll be with you again uh, on, uh, on this Labor Day. We say to you always on these holiday weekends or any kind of holiday when Sam and I work together, we just remind you to be very, very careful. It's an amateur day slash weekend, however you want to look at it. But there's people who... <sighs> Unfortunately, who don't drink and drive are doing it during these times of the year, the eight designated amateur nights of the year. Yeah. I quizzed Eric. He got he got about seven of them yesterday. No, he got about six of them. Okay. He, th- he threw Valentine's Day in, and I don't normally get drunk on Valentine's no, Day. No, not really. But that's all right, though. Some people might. New Year's Eve, St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo, the three summer holidays, Memorial Day, Fourth of July, and tomorrow, Labor Day, Halloween night, and America's only unofficial holiday, Super Bowl Sunday. Those are the eight. Legislation's out there to include more, but right now those yeah, are right the eight. Now, right now those are the eight. <laughs> those are the eight that, that, that you get right now. Fantastic. Braves right. got it done again yesterday. We're going to talk to Corey McCartney about that uh, coming up later on in the hour. But uh, listen, man, we're getting ready. It's football season. You were just thrown into it these last couple uh, these last couple weeks. But really yesterday, you took your first trip with Georgia State. Right. So college football is off and running. We saw the lineup yesterday. Of course, we get to watch Georgia Tech uh, tomorrow night uh, against uh, Clemson. Yeah, we'll see what they're like this year. Got we got football tonight. LSU, 
Brian Kelly and them boys go up against it. Florida State. Florida State. Florida State tonight. We got that. We got to see where they can make some noise. I mean, Florida State has not been Florida State for some time. That's right. And so a lot of people want to see if they do that. And you got a couple of HBCU games today. Like I mentioned earlier, you got Florida A&M and Jackson State at three. And then at seven, you got the Red Tails Classic. Uh, from Montgomery, that's Tuskegee against Fort Ballard. I gave you that Red Tails thing, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, you, can uh, thank, you can thank Pops for that. Great to, great, great, great to honor them. And, uh, fantastic. So what we heard, what we saw, what was discussed during the Falcons preseason, not just workouts, but also games, does it give you any sort of good feeling heading into this season about you know, what, they, what they could be, what they should be? Where, where, what are your thoughts on it right now? Uh, a lot of a lot of unknown. I mean, but I mean, and all the you saw what you saw during the preseason, which we will gladly take those two out of three wins in the preseason. That that's nice, right? You know, now the regular season comes. Let's see if we can win a few here. Uh, but you know, there's still some people you want to see playing certain, you know, certain certain capacities. We have a new quarterback to start. You know, Marcus Mariota, and he's going to be that guy. And he, you talk a little bit about the preparation. Uh, and getting ready for the season opener coming up here next week, a week from today, against the Saints. This comes down to trust in our preparation. I think we've had a great training camp. We've had great OTAs. Now it's just putting it all together and, and believing that when we get out on there and we step on the field, we're going to go out there and make plays. And I'm excited for this group. I think we've got a very competitive group. Um, it's a fun group to be around. And, you know, looking forward to just, just uh, distributing and giving these guys a chance. All right. Hey, guys. We got to hope that Mr. Mariota is over yesterday already. You know, give him his couple hours to yeah, really. wipe his tears. Yeah, his folks, you know, his folks came to town with treat kind of rude. He's an Oregon guy. Look at him. Look. I know that, but I was shot. actually, you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking what? about Hawaii. No, <laughs> that's where he's from, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's what I was thinking about. I know he's a duck. Listen, he'll be fine because he's he's a, the most versatile animal on the planet. Okay, we hope so. He'll be he'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> this offensive line that, that may be something to remember to be be versatile. He, he's going to have to, and I think that's the thing people are, are looking forward to seeing how this offense works with a quarterback uh, that would be mobile and do some things. Also, what the running game is able to do to kind of set things up uh, for for uh, you know for the offense. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing if they can establish some running game to keep the opposing defenses honest. Um, you know, and something that could sustain some drives, first down. Is o'clock keep some of these very dangerous quarterbacks that we're going to be facing on the sideline a little bit more, we, right? We, we don't know that. I mean, we don't. There's a lot of unknown, even with what's going on down there in Tampa. We talked a little bit about that yesterday. We got a dude who's mentally, possibly mentally, elsewhere, because it's been widely reported that he got problems at the address. Okay. Right. And when you know, you like to use that phrase a whole lot when. You know, good life when mama's happy, everybody's yeah, happy. Yeah. When she ain't, yep. she takes off and flies to Milan and oh does my. a photo <laughs> shoot. <laughs> it makes more than you. Right, right. Just, but, to just in case you forgot. Yeah, just in case you forgot. You make how much this year? Well, I, I made that on the flight over to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> she, Yeah, she's, if you want to believe the reports that there's, there's problems in paradise, that's got to be. I mean, listen, if that's the reason why he split for 11 days, that's something that, to give you reason to pause. He's got 45 years old. At the end of the day, at a quiet moment, he could say, I don't need this no more. I really don't. He don't need the money. He doesn't need the accolades. He doesn't need 
you know, obviously he's keeping himself in shape, so he doesn't need to get, you know, the workout. Right. But there's that injury. If he gets injured in a really, really nasty way this year, going home from that hospital trip is going to be a problem. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. But anyway, getting back to the division, though, we don't know what we're going to get from Cam. I mean, from uh, from Jameis, right? We definitely don't know what we're going to get from Baker from yeah. week to week. Right, right, right. And the good news for, as we sit here and talk about this Falcons team, Mariota's going to be looking over. Well, see, that's the other thing. He, I think he believes and knows that he's a stopgap, right? And whether it's Desmond Ritter or if that doesn't work out, they, they yank another person from the draft in the next year or two. But either way, we have a two-headed monster at that position doing things we haven't had in a decade, being mobile in a way we haven't been. That's the, and that's the cool part, and that's what I think everybody's looking forward to. Uh, the level of success, you know, okay, you know, people want to see more wins, and people want to say pencil them in for six wins or seven wins. I'm not going to go that far. Um, but but you do want to see them doing it in a different manner and seeing what it looks like, um, you know, here in Atlanta. So we're curious for that, and we're excited about it, and so we get to see it next week. Now, Coach Arthur Smith, Talked about, you know, last week being the week after all the preseason games are done and your roster is all set. How do you still approach a week like this when you have that week before, you know, your your game week? And he has some thoughts on that. No, I mean, it's it's a bye week. It's probably good. And it's healthy for the the players. Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly the plan is, you know, we we got a a big game coming up Mm -hmm. on September 11th. And so it's a fine line you don't want to uh, go overkill like it's a month to prepare for a bowl game and that's always hard with week ones you want to write them out you don't want to overthink it you want to have a good plan and, and make sure we're ready to roll you know it's easy to say in in, in years past and i'm not going back for i'm going back two years past, okay okay that these first wins were all an l though until you got to cleveland given what the makeup is of this team and and what we know of those teams before us they would have been else you, you would have had a problem with breeze and, and, and peyton and them boys with new orleans Okay. And then you're traveling to L.A., right. taking on the Super Bowl champs. You know what you're getting out there. Right. And you used to know what you were getting in Seattle. You're going to get a tough game up there with a crowd that doesn't let you make calls. you got to go and, and, and like make all kinds of crowd noise before you go to that place. And Russell Wilson is one of them dudes, which he was – this is his season to remind everybody who he is. <laughs> right. Despite Pete Carroll taking a Super Bowl ring right out of his pocket and that handed the ball to Marshawn, he, he is, in my mind, a two-time Super Bowl winner. Back-to-back right. Super Bowl winner. Right, so you knew what you had there, but the Seattle game, uh, you know, uh, they could go out there and make some noise, right? Yes, may. I mean, if you want to hang your head on L.A. being a loss, it's a push with New Orleans. These guys could come to this Cleveland game at home against a, a, a team that's remaking itself, and long before Deshaun Watson gets there, it, it, it possibly two and one. Wow. Now, wouldn't you be happy with that? Wouldn't you? Absolutely. We'll take it. We'll take it. You know, we'll take anything we can get this season. We, 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 <laughs> we, we really will. We really will. So we look looking forward to that. Uh, counting down with the first games are coming up uh, Thursday night. Yeah. As we start start the season. Now you talked about Russell Wilson being in a new location and what he brings. That division is going to be the division to watch to me this season. It's going to be so much fun watching him uh, in a new environment. And he's the piece that that team kind of needs. You know, they they got a lot in place right now in Denver. He's stepping in there at at a, at a time, and like you said, you're going to show people who he is. And, you know, for all the people who may talk down about him and whatnot, the guy always shows up. Yeah, he does. Every Sunday he's yep. there to play. So he has these thoughts um, about what's happening at, at his new place. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Um, it's a lifestyle of 
Uh, I think habits, you know, I believe that um, you know, your winning habits, you, you can have winning habits, you can have losing ones. I, I got winning ones, and I think that I've been surrounded around some amazing people along the way. And he's so ready for this season, he took time off to fly to New York to sit there and watch Serena the other night. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and not only that, it looked like in the, in the Williams' box. <laughs> they had like three, four rows with family and, and close folks, and then there was Russell Wilson and Sierra. Yeah. I was like, man, this dude's living right. You know, uh, but, that, but that's just it, though. Well, you talk about who was in the box. Who was in their box where they had Tiger Woods there one yep. night. I mean, that was a, tr- a treat to watch this week with the, with the U.S. Open Tennis Championships. Eric, you get a chance to watch any of it? Absolutely. You know, my boy uh, Spike was out there, Morehouse decked out. He was decked out. out in Morehouse <laughs> colors, man, at the U.S. Open. That was fantastic to see Spike out there. That was that was great, but I mean, you know, it, it was it was it deserved it, and she deserved it. I mean, tremendous moment and great tournament, and it rolls on today. Uh, later on today, um, Coco Golf will be in action at the U.S. Open, playing on Arthur Ashe Stadium. Is she going to be make that her favorite place to play? We'll uh, see. You know, well, let's. We're going. I want to. I want to dip my toe into that, but first, I want to remind everybody: you can listen to every Falcons game along with all music and news that you need right here on the Odyssey app. Keep that in mind. Eric and I talked about this yesterday with her departure from this and the timing of it. Listen, she got two more days of love than a lot of people thought she was going to. The pomp and circumstance that happened after that first match that she won was great. I I don't think that she could have gotten more than that had she won it. But they wanted to make sure, and I listen, I get it. There are a lot of people who are complaining. Why are y'all doing this on the first day? You know, she's going to – didn't you expect her? Well, no, given what she had done prior to that. It was right. reason to believe that she might lose in the first round, and you didn't want to miss your chance to give her a wash of love. And, and that's what happened. But now that she's out, this upcoming week is just – is important and filled with great moments – if Nadal gets his 23rd, there's that possibility. If Coco Goff ascends and gets there to that point again in finals and, and hopefully wins it, we start looking at the next queen. But you don't want to start to compare her. You don't want to put that on no, her shoulders. No, no, you no. Know, you know, folks were talking about that with Sloane Stevens a few years ago, and we saw what happened. You're right. Right, so just enjoy this second week. Uh, we're also, before we get on out of here, Atlanta United is going at it later on today out in Portland. We'll talk about that, but we're going to switch to Braves next. Corey McCartney is going to join us. Uh, From the Diamond is his show with Grant McCauley. You can hear it, well, every Sunday, 5 p.m. He's going to join us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this fourth day of September. Happy, happy 47th birthday. 47? Mark Ronson. Ooh. Yeah. It's his birthday. Okay. So, man behind this song along with Bruno. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to him. We got a bunch of people on the birthday. Damon Wayans today. Today? 62 years old. 62 Damon Wayans. Whoa. Yeah, man. I always like to be Michelle Pfeiffer. Just, I mean, just a little old actress. I mean, fine as can be, but she's getting up there, and all of a sudden somebody puts you 
in their song that that's that size of a hit and reminding everybody what the audience thinks of you. Right. Call it, compare you to gold. That's just like, you know, that's, that's got to be cool. something. I can't remember to somebody the last time somebody was put into a song like that where that kind of praise was. I'm sure there's many, but I just can't think of none because it's too early in the morning. That's why we bring Corey on to talk Braves. Okay. Hey, man, Corey McCarty. Join us, <laughs> Sam and Greg, here Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 92.9 The Game. You can hear him uh, later on today on From the Diamond with Grant McCauley. But I have to tell you, on Austell Boulevard, middle of last week, your name came up. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Sam, should we tell him? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, Sam and I went, we, well, we had a we little uh, adventure there. First, we went over to Osborne High School's practice, and then we went over and had a little meeting there, but where we went and met, we were at a restaurant and, and talking, and who comes and sits next to us? And the reason we know who this person is, because he heard Sam and I talking about the show and things going on at the radio station, and he chimed in to help us out with a couple of pieces of information we were struggling with. But it turned out to be the Dunwoody High School baseball coach, who also is a coach of a traveling team. And it got us thinking about you and talking about our show and, you know, how you like to puff your chest out about how you and your son beat the snot out of everybody else. <laughs> so that's how your name came up. Well, I'm glad, I'm, you know, I'm, glad I, I'm in your mind beyond just, you know, our little Saturday-Sunday conversation. Yeah, yeah, great yeah. stuff. Corey, always great to catch up with you folks. We're spending time on the waitfort.com hotline this morning with Corey McCartney. And he is social. You can follow him. Follow him on Twitter at Corey J. McCartney at Corey J. McCartney, all lowercase. Don't it sound like he having breakfast? I don't know. You, you, having sound, bre- you sound like yeah. he chewing something. You having breakfast, man? No, no. It just okay. sounds like you're enjoying some kind of snack or something. No. I got a, I got a cup of coffee, but I don't think I have to chew my way through it. I, I didn't think be, so either. I was no. like, that's no, the, the ground. Yeah, you got to get the grounds out of that thing. <laughs> <At least> that, <laughs> right. that was supposed to be step one. My fault. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> Um, um, th- th- that's about, you know, where we are with this Braves team this week, and they got an opportunity here. The lead is down to two games with the Mets, you know, which reminds us it's not done, and it could go down to the final week of the season. This is a reminder. Yeah, I mean, obviously it is. I mean, we knew that the, the schedule was going to be, you know, much more in the Mets' favor. They're in the midst of 16 straight games against losing teams, so they've got the – you know, the Nationals this weekend, followed by the Pirates, Marlins, Cubs, uh, the Pirates again, uh, and then the, the Brewers. And obviously, you know, the Braves uh, have a tough road trip coming up. And you, know, you think about Friday night, they had Sandy Alcantara on the mound, and they were able to get their way through him and get a win and then uh, come through in walk-off fashion on Saturday. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, certainly things are going to get interesting down this stretch, and they've, they've, got, they've got some tough ones coming up here. I think this, this road trip is going to be is going to be crucial, especially – uh, those three games against the Mariners out in Seattle. All right, Corey, again, you got to stay with me here because I got to vent for a second, and I and I did it a little bit earlier. And you know how I feel about you know Jensen and what he's doing on the mound, and it's not the hits that he's given up. And I wanted to make this clear earlier: it's that he's putting people on base, and I don't want that. You don't need to do that. This guy, there's, and I'm beginning to understand why the Dodgers let him go because he doesn't. He just doesn't have that whatever it is. It 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 it's there. You see it from time to time. 
You see it the majority of the time, but it's there. And I don't know if it's that he's got this thing about walking people. Uh, you can blame some. Last night, I actually like to blame it on the ump. I will say that. Mm-hmm. That, was a, that was a terrible umpire. You agree. I, said, I told Sam when we started, that was the worst strike zone I've seen since Eric, Eric Gregg. And the unfortunate thing that happened at the end of the game was something that I think was – something to take reason to pause with when when you look at this Braves team. Okay, so the ump gets hit. He has to leave the game. They change umpires. So they're working with a three-man crew out there. Uh, The Braves uh, take Kenley Jansen out, um, switch pitchers. Uh, They shut out the inning, but yet they have to get a run in that last inning. So they, you know, first right out of the shoot, Matt Olson gets on base. Michael Harris brings him around. But it was Robbie Grossman's at-bat that I mentioned when this guy had – when he joined the team – during the, the trade deadline, before the trade deadline, that this is what he does. It's not the hit. It's the guy that he's a ball player, and I have not felt this way about a lot of people, but he will stand there and he will work a count. He knows what to make, what uh, to do to an opposing pitcher to make him work to get that strikeout. He may, he'll still make contact, but he'll, make, he'll get a walk when need be um, at the most opportune times, and that's what we saw last night. That's my thought on what, how this game ended. What about yourself? Yeah, I mean, obviously things are not going well uh, with Kenley Jansen right now. I mean, he's blown two saves in the last four uh, outings, and you look at that run, too, and he's got a 15-0 ERA. I mean, he's he's walked four guys and struck out one uh, amongst the 19 batters that he's faced in that run. And when you dig a little bit deeper, I mean, certainly this the cutter has been – you know, that's the tentpole pitch for, for Kenley Jansen, right? Like, that's what everyone, when they talk about Kenley Jansen, they bring up that cutter. Um, he couldn't get anything going with it last night. And in the two previous games, he was giving up averages of, of over 300 and over 500 uh, on that pitch. So I think that's the thing with him right now is just if that cutter's not working, Kenley Jansen's not working. And, and of late, he's just had no touch on that pitch whatsoever. Um, and, I mean, I thought it was bizarre. A 13-minute layoff was enough. Yeah. To then pull him out. You know, it wasn't that he was getting in trouble. It was a 13 minute layoff is ultimately, you know, why you decide to pull him and go to Tyler Matzik. Uh, and then you mentioned Robbie Grossman. I think, you know, it, it's so it's so in, it's such an interesting situation because remember a year ago, they bring in four outfielders, all of whom, you know, had guy had resumes that said this guy can play, but they were all, you know, for one you know, shape, form or another having their issues in that season. Now they're doing it again with Robbie Grossman, who has, you know, a 20 home run season on his ledger in the Tigers uniform, was having a horrible year. And all of a sudden, you know, they make a little tweak to his uh, to his uh, his mechanics of his swing. And now he looks like the guy that, you know, was, was doing things for the Tigers a couple of years ago. So, um, it, I mean, he's obviously you know, he brings so much as a switch hitter and a veteran presence as well that you can put late in that, that batting order. But uh, I just find it fascinating that they can take these guys and just tweak the tiniest thing and add some success that they just couldn't find in another location. Spending time on the waitfor.com hotline with Corey McCartney, keeping an eye on things with the Braves, uh, who are looking to wrap up their series with, uh, with, with Miami later on today. Uh, talk about some people who are doing some rehabbing. Um, first, Ozzie Albies, and then Mike Soroka. What type of update do you have on them, and what can we expect, and when do you think we can expect to see them rejoin the big league club? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Soroka, you know, was able to go out uh, and go, uh, on Friday night, um, you know, and get another – his rehab starts there uh, in a, a Gwinnett Strivers uniform. Um, 
thought he looked really good. You know, lasted uh, four and two thirds innings the last time uh, out. Uh, looks much better. You know, this time he, he told me that his his uh, what he wanted to do was try to get 90 pitches. You know, I, I really think you're, you're getting to the point with him where you know maybe maybe it's time for it to you know to, to be there and get him uh, up. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see how he fits into things once he is able to come back. I mean, he's feeling really good, and, and certainly you know, you're you're skipping starts with, uh, you know, arm fatigue and uh, Jake Odorizzi yesterday, and they bring in Bryce Elder for that. Um, they've done it with Kyle Wright. I just, I think he's going to have an interesting role down the stretch. And, it, you know, maybe it does come, you know, during this West Coast road trip, an opportunity here where you, you know, get a chance, you know, against some more losing teams to be able to bring him into the mix. And, um, you know, I think with Ozzy Albies, you know, Brian Snicker told us with him, they're not so much worried about, you know, what you see from a production level, I think they're just more worried about him getting into game shape because as much as he's, you know, put the work in, they know there's a different kind of work that comes, you know, when you're out in the field and you're, you know, you're going multiple days and, you know, easing him in from a DH standpoint, I think is kind of, you know, maybe telling of how they're going to initially use him. But um, I think it's, it's well within reason to think within the, the next week, two weeks, both those guys are going to be out in the field for the Braves. Folks, about our starter today, we got Max Fried on the mound. Um, usually good things happening. He's going for his 13th win. Um, solidly the leader of, of this as we set who would be the starting three if you had to start the postseason today. Uh, obviously, he'd be the first one out. Or would he be? Obviously, to me, he'd be the first one out. Oh, yeah, without question. I mean, you know, this is your guy that was on the, you know, on the mound during the deciding game of last year's World Series, and I don't think you have any you know, uh, any thought whatsoever that he's not going to absolutely be that for you, uh, that guy for you again, uh, going into this postseason. And, you know, we know the success that he's had against, uh, against the Marlins over his career. So um, I think at this point, you know, you're looking, you're looking at a guy who's absolutely rolling and just, uh, you know, just continuing to have another season where we, we know, you know, without question that this is the ace of that staff. And I expect another outing like that from Freed today against this team. Are you surprised Marcelo Zuna is still here? I mean, it looks like they've, they've, they've made their decision. We're going to dance with the devil we know as opposed to making some sort of statement or acquisition with him given, you know, everything that he's got packed in his trunk. Yeah, I mean, you know, they said from the beginning that we're going to wait until the legal process plays out. And, you know, I think they've put Brian Snicker in a position where, you know, he has to say, look, he's a member of this team. You know, you can't play with a roster that's a man down. And, you know, certainly they've been able to, you know, you're able to add two guys, you know, with the roster expansion in September, which is obviously no longer not as, as sizable as it used to be here with only bringing in two more guys. But um, he was playing a man down before, and I think, you know, it, it's certainly not helping him whatsoever trying to, you know, manage this roster by having a guy that you can't play. Um, I really thought that at this point, you know, maybe they would have you know, been able to move on from him. But when you say you're waiting for the legal process to move out, I guess we have to take him for the word on that. But um, obviously he's played sparingly. Um, he's just put, I think, you know, the, the organization's put Snicker in a really tough situation here where you're consistently asking him to play a man down, you know, with a guy that we know has done it before, but it certainly put the, him, the manager, and the organization in a really tough spot. Well, Sam, before we let him go, we have to let him crow, his, you know, crow a little bit. Okay. Let, let's take a second. We talked about the Dunwoody High School foot, uh, basket, uh, baseball coach that we talked to, talked about his travel team. What do you guys? When are you guys back at it? Do you, is it past this holiday? But you know, Corey McCartney and his son, one of the top traveling teams here, and you like to talk about how you just <laughs> you just demolish your opponents. What's up next for the guy for for your son and his team? And what's their name again? Or do they have a name? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Georgia Academy uh, Braves. Georgia Academy so, Braves. Yeah, we'll be, we're, 
yeah, we're back at it. September September 11th is our is our uh, fall opener, so uh, ready to wreck. Okay, and what's the strength of your team, by the way? <laughs> is it the offense? Is it the defense? <laughs> what's, what's what's your strength there? What what do opponents have to worry about most? Without giving anything away, of course. We got some pitchers. We got some pretty legit pitchers. We okay. Got some, you know, yeah. So we got we got one kid. I think I think he's got a chance to be really special. So um, yeah. So yeah, we got we got some arms. So I so wait, how how old are these? What, what's the age range? Thirteen, thirteen years. So we got thirteen year olds and some twelve year olds. So thirteen year olds that can pitch. How fast are they bringing it? We got one kid that's that's bordering on eighty. I mean, I mean, legit bordering on eighty. <laughs> oh my god. So, Wow. When I was 13, I'd dive out of a, out of a batter's box <laughs> if I saw a ball coming to me at 80 miles an hour. There's no way to work. That's the worst thing when you're growing up learning baseball is to stand in there when there's a kid who throws hard. Uh, Corey, right. Corey, as always, we thank you. Uh, again, the show is from the Diamond. Corey and Grant McCauley every Sunday night at 5 p.m. Get you updated not only Braves, but takes you all around Major League Baseball. There was, a, there was something that happened today I wanted to mention to you, which I'm sure you're going to talk about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Every uh, happy uh what was it? 47th birthday, Mike Piazza. Oh, I'm sorry, 54th. 54 wow. years old today. I asked Sam earlier, do you consider him a Dodger or a Met? How about yourself? Ooh, I think I consider him a Met. Just because anytime I think of him, I think of him and Roger Clemens. Oh, that series, that 2000 series? Roger Clemens oh, threw yeah. the bat? Whoa. Yep. Whoa. Yeah, see? All right. All right, remember that? <laughs> Corey, as always, man, uh, thank you, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And uh, as always, we appreciate you getting up, being on the show. Thanks, Corey. All right, guys, appreciate it. All right, man. We're going to wrap things up in just a minute. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Playing a lot of stuff I danced to back in the night. Yeah. And before that. And afterwards. So there you go. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 The Game. Thank you, Eric. 929thegame.com. We have a, a number of things to clean up here. And by the way, I've had drinks with him. Oh, really? At dark 30 in the morning at Club Anytime. Ooh. <laughs> the, yeah. Another episode okay, of all right. Yeah, I'm sure. It's all right. It's, you know, that was my old life, you know, doing overnights and, and loved it. And when that joint was open. Um, got a couple things we want to wrap up here before we turn things over to uh, Chris Gofor at the top of the hour. Again, just a three-hour show for us today. We'll be back tomorrow in for John and Hugh doing a four-hour show. Uh, first thing is I want, um, want to give Corey McCartney a little nugget for his show because I called him up and thanked him for being on and said, oh, I forgot to mention this during the show. And uh, I told him, of course, it was one of those insignificant little pieces of information, but I absolutely believe it's one of the greatest feats in baseball history. You know, you can take whatever you want. Tony Clollinger, pitcher, Braves pitcher, right. hitting two grand slams right. in the same game. But this one is special. Today, 1993, Jim Abbott threw a no-hitter. Ah. You agree with me? One of the great. And if you do not know who Jim Abbott is, he is a person born, I don't know the best way to put this, with, without a – a right hand, because he was lefty, right? Right. So he um, he was born without basically a one-handed pitcher, one-handed baseball player, threw a no-hitter against the Cleveland Indians on this day um, back in 1993. But that's just one of the greatest things, I think, 
in sports history, period, let alone baseball. Very much. So if you don't know about that, go back and, and check out some uh, YouTube pictures of um, video of Jim Abbott. So I want to throw that on to Corey, and I forgot about it. Mr. Crenshaw. Yes. Oh, I thought I was. I was just lobbing it to you right there. Okay. Well, one thing we haven't talked a lot about um, Mike Conti, our man, is out in Portland. Out in Portland. Getting ready for the call today, Atlanta United versus Portland. Pre-game at uh, 5 o'clock, kick at 5.30. You can hear that match right here. Sports Radio 92.9 they the got game. A, they, they got to regroup. I mean, you, you get a win last weekend, and then Wednesday night you go, and you know you're going to be in for a tough match at, uh, up in Philadelphia. And they go up there, and they, they um, a 4-1 decision up there, which was, you know, it's bad. You're trying to, trying to work your way into the postseason. There's still hope, but you're running out of time because you're running out of matches. And so, um, you know, Gonzalo Pineda is just consistently appealing to this team to be just, you know, get some consistency in what you do. Um, don't give up those easy goals. It's something that has just plagued this team uh, on the defensive end. He just wants them to continue to be aggressive, uh, continue to, uh, to, to attack. Uh, the team is best when they're doing that. Just who will be around to finish, um, that was the thing. You, you want to see how this team bounced back. They, you know, they had a good week of training, um, and then it's a, you know, it's a trip and, and to, uh, to get a chance to, uh, to, uh, to, to get the win. You know, should be big if they can get it. It'll be great, you know. Listen, uh, the way this season, you got to wonder at some point, well, I don't want to say that. I mean, there's, there's, we see it in baseball, speaking of baseball, a lot where teams just kind of they know they're out of it. They start resting players. You know, they just preparing themselves for next season. Knowing what they know right now heading into the playoffs, and they're, you know, probably not going to be there. Unless, you know, has it been made official yet? No, you still, you still, you still got, got a shot, time. right? You still, you still got time. You okay. still got time. But but you you are running out of matches. You're running out of matches, and and that's the thing. You so it's a sense of urgency here to go out and and get some things done, and and uh, and, and get some consistency, and get a win. And that's the thing. You know you know what this uh, team does is usually a, a sound program to get a win that would be big today. And uh, you come back in your home, you know, next week uh, taking on uh, Toronto. What do these guys need to do? I ask you as somebody who doesn't follow this team as closely as you do. But I, I, I talked about this with some of the other teams that we cover here locally. As they head into next season, if this season is a washer, they don't make it to the playoffs, what is it? What do they need that they don't have this year? And, Eric, if you want to come in on this conversation, that'd be great. What some are these consistency, guys? but, I mean, you, got, you had some injuries early on and, and some gone-for-the-season injuries that really hurt this team, you know, with, with your goalkeeper who's always been reliable, always been dependable. Uh, your leader on the field, your vocal leader, example guy, uh, you miss him because he's the guy that gets everybody organized, gets everybody in line, and he's very good at it. And so I think he has sorely missed Miles Robinson, a guy with, you know, U.S. national team. You lose someone of that caliber that you kind of want to be out there to do things that they do, it's tough to recover from that. Now, you got a lot of talent there, and you got some new pieces that came in it's a matter of getting them to, you know, play, play to different roles. Joseph Martinez has been coming off the bench more. Instead of starting, you know, you infuse him and hope he can get in and make something happen and get a goal. But, um, you know, that's, that's been the thing. But just on the set pieces, um, you know, on the defensive end, they've had problems with those. And you just got to tighten that up. If they want to, you know, it seems like that's, it sounds like a simple thing to do, but it's been happening consistently. Well, that's what I've been hearing from you guys talking about this. Consistently and consistent. Well, there I'll, you go. That's a good one. That's, <laughs> yeah, a, that's yeah, the way to put it. So, you know, that, but that's, I'll piggyback on what Sam said. I, 
at least you hope that they'll never see a injury plague season like this again. I mean, they just they couldn't win for losing every week. Another guy goes down. Another guy goes down. Another guy goes down. Another guy goes down. In the history of the MLS, it may not have been a team that was this injury plagued so consistently and so frequently. You just couldn't. I mean, for what Gonzalo Pineda has done, he he should be MLS manager of the year because he's just been, you know, playing with a mass unit every week, every week, every week, every week. It's just been tough. So over uh, there's an overreaction if we believe that they're missing some pieces. This is all chalked up to injuries, and if everybody comes back healthy next season. You're confident that they will not look anything like what they've got. I'm extremely confident. And yeah. and you're cool with Joseph yeah. Martinez in his new position being coming off the bench? No, that won't continue. That won't continue. Some of that is because they don't want to get him re-injured. Martinez came back qu- quicker than he had to off of his injury because of what the team was doing. If the team was winning, they probably will let him sit out a little bit longer. They don't want him to re-injure that knee. Mm-hmm. So that was a little bit out of desperation, bringing Joseph back as quickly as they did. So, no, I think they'll be fine. And I think another key element that will help the five stripes going to next year is having a full year of Thiago Amada in the system. Amada came over here with, you know, a lot of potential, but he got thrown right into the fire. He they, don't, The continuity between those guys is not what it can and will be as – the years go on. So by this time next year, or even coming into February when the season starts, being able to work out together during the offseason, getting some continuity and things like that, they'll have that. They'll be a little bit better. We talked about today's matchup. I want to remind you that you can uh, listen to all Atlanta United matches, all of the Atlanta United matches right here, along with the music and news that you need on the Odyssey app, the free Odyssey app, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And, again, that matchup against Portland, pregame 5 o'clock, kick at 5.30. Again, right here, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yep, something uh, happening over the College Football Hall of Fame. I want to remind everybody uh, about, uh, and it's free. Uh, you think about things, holiday weekend, it's free. They have the kickoff game uh, football fest. Remember, you have football yesterday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You got football coming Tomorrow. Up. Tomorrow night with Clemson and Georgia Tech today. And it starts about an hour from 10 until uh, 5, 10 until 5. Uh, they're going to have the Fan Fest. And it is a uh, free admission to the College Football Hall of Fame and the Football Fest and a free concert. Adam Doliak, um, country artist who's been doing a lot of work with folks like Darius Rucker up in Nashville. Um, going to play some of his music. And uh, so it's going to be, you're going to get all the sensation of, of the tailgate. You know, they're going to be okay. out having some fun. They're going to have some food, going to have, you know, and you're going to have some music. Uh, and just get you set for something. You can come downtown and enjoy the College Football Hall of Fame. It's kind of rainy outside. It's something you can do to be inside. Uh, a lot of inner. If you haven't been to the College Football Hall of Fame, what are you waiting on? Um, it's here. Now. I got my I got my pullover. <laughs> I buy. Hey, listen. You know another good reason to go there? We'll start throwing this in right about now too. Right after Labor Day, good place to get some Christmas presents. Yeah, ain't yep. it though? You, get, you go find some things. If you got a College Football fan on your list. It, 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 yeah. It's a great place to get a great place to find some things. Some things you won't find any place else. Speaking um, speaking of country music, happy birthday, Pooh Bear. Producer. <laughs> Pooh Bear. Y'all yeah. know nothing about yeah. Pooh Bear? Yeah. He, uh, produced for Bieber and Mariah Carey and Zach Brown Band. So, yeah, Pooh Bear. Happy birthday. Throwing that out there. Um, it's time for us to cover some of the things we haven't yet <laughs> as we flush out some of the small stories we may have missed. With Sam and Greg. All right. Got to get I forgot about this. All right, Sam, did you know 
Today was the day of the famous bread riots in Mobile, Alabama. Bread? Bread. In Mobile? As in Wonder Bread. Oh, well, yeah. Mo- the bread riots happened in 1864 on this day, Mobile, Alabama. Also on this day, Sam, the first cafeteria opened. Okay. In New York City. The first period? The first cafeteria, period. So this is a place where you go and get a meal. I don't want it in a school. Yeah, yeah. Out there on the streets, you go to cafeteria. Remember, they especially in New York City where you got places you can get, like, what is it? Um, something mat where you can actually put money in and get pull a sandwich out. Um, snack mac or something like that. Well, anyway, this first cafeteria opened on this day. I got to keep it moving. Geronimo, he surrendered to USA today on this day. Surrendered to America ending the USA Indian War. George Eastman patented the first roll camera on the state called it Kodak. Ah. And later on had his granddaughter marry a beetle. Real. Yeah, Linda Eastman. Ah. That was her name. Ah, she married ah, Paul McCartney. Ah. Uh, now here's one for you. On this day, Sam, Uh-oh. French aviator sets an altitude record of 13,000 feet. A French aviator set the record for the highest flight, period. Do you know what his name was? Roland Garros. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I didn't know it either until I read it. The first NASCAR paved super speedway happened on this day. It opened up. Where was it at? The uh, first one. The first paved one. First paved one? Yeah, it, had, it held the uh, Southern 500. Yeah, that's 1950. Where, that's where they are today. They are at Darlington. That's the one. In Darlington. They're racing there today. Hang on a second. Well, while you're looking for that, I will tell you. Oh, go ahead. Joey Logano's on the pole for that. Christopher Bell outside of row one as they race today up at Darlington. This evening race starts at 6 o'clock. You remember when Mike Tyson crashed his car into a tree? BMW happened on this day. There's a famous deal when he was still fighting. Um... 2002. Seems like a long time ago. Yeah. She's been around forever. The first American Idol crowned their first champion. Who was it? You, I know Eric knows. Y'all looking at me, you should know. Looking at me. Look at me. What's my name? Kelly oh, yeah. Clarkson. <laughs> As you got a TV show. She got a TV show. She got a whole lot of money, too. And she's single. Uh, 2000, <laughs> 2005, the youngest NASCAR Cup Series winner was crowned the youngest, and this happened in 2005. Who uh, was it? Michael Jordan to tell you who it is. Well, talk about his brother, Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush, 20 years old. Uh, Amazon. I talked about this earlier. Amazon became the second trillion-dollar company on this day. We found out that Microsoft was the first. This was in 2018, and also on 2018, this was a big deal. The FBI found the original. Ruby red slippers from the Wizard of Oz that were stolen 13 years earlier. They found them and took them back someplace. Birthdays on this day. Mickey Cohen, the, the Al Capone of L.A. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Wow. The man who gives us the rest of the story. Paul oh, Harvey. Paul Harvey. Howard Morris. You know that name? He, oh, was, on, that he name. was on the show of shows, but he's more famous as Ernest T. Bass. Oh, Andy Griffin show. Okay. What have been his birthday today? Okay. Richard Castellano. Richard Castellano would have been his birthday today. That's Clemenza oh. from The Godfather, <laughs> which you know who hasn't seen. The Hawk. Hawk Harrelson's birthday today. Ken Harrelson. Uh, Ray Floyd, his birthday. And speaking of golfers, these two people were born on the same day. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. One of them you could possibly see today or tomorrow. Literally see one of them. 
Tom Watson and Dean Pease. Really? Born on the same day. Wow. Say that again. Tom Watson yep. and Dean Pease, both 73 years old today. Lawrence Hilton Jacobs on this day. That's his birthday. Of course, if you don't know what it is, Freddie Boom Boom Washington from Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> and there you go, your insignificant information on um, this fourth day of September. Remember, Sam and I will be with you tomorrow from uh, 6 until 10, in for John and Hugh on this 4th of July. And just uh, 4th of July, on this uh, Labor Day, just go out and, and just be very safe out there. And enjoy the rest of your day. Eric, anything you want to add before we head on out of here? Uh, everybody, just be safe out there. I experienced some of your amateur night last night. Not oh, myself, please. but I saw it. And you told me about Garrett Friday night. Y'all were doing a high school show, ran into some knuckleheads. Steve. Steve. It was a Steve G? Yeah, when he was leaving um, Langston Hughes. Yeah, Sam didn't know about that. You were busy no. doing the other stuff there. But listen, we got no time going to hospitals visiting our listeners. You guys be very careful out there. Sam and Greg, we'll be back tomorrow. Chris Goforth is next. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.